spring, I can trim it out whenever. Sansi, you can start whenever you are. Right. Welcome to Trash Talks, everyone. Video one, super excited. I've got Cole with me and Brody with me. Uh, I'm just going to do some introductions here. So I am a huge fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to starting the podcast here to help everybody with their fancy football help. So I'm going to turn it over here to Cole. Yeah, uh, it's Cole Nerad, also a huge fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, here to give the best fantasy advice and also give you the best rankings. So hopefully help you guys with your season this year. And I'm Brody. I am not a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. I am a Baltimore Ravens fan. And, uh, you know, don't let them to listen to these two guys over here. I have won the league that we were in four out of the nine times. So if you want some real help and you want some real rankings, you just go ahead and listen to me. Uh, and we're going to turn this back over to Santi. Okay. Yeah, we're also going to turn this back over to Santi, the one-time champion. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about some, some news here in the offseason and heading into this preseason. we got the Hall of Fame game tomorrow to the Jags and the Raiders. And uh, we're going to kick this off with some injury news and some new acquisitions. Yeah, so we're going to start off with uh, the impact of Julio Jones. Uh, so he signed with the Buccaneers, I believe it was a uh, $6 million deal one year. He goes to play with Tom Brady in Tampa, and I think he's got $2 million in incentives. What do you guys think on that? Uh, what's your take on what you think Julio Jones is going to do with the Bucs? Listen, I think Julio Jones can be a great addition for the Bucs. Um, I feel as though he could be that Antonio Brown role. As uh, as he was before he you know took his shirt off and threw a little hissy fit off the field, I, I, I really believe that he could fill that role really well. Uh, I don't know if he can do it as well as Antonio Brown was doing it. Um, Julio Jones has been pretty banged up. You know he's had the hamstring injury for the last two or three years. Has been you know sidelining him. I had him in fantasy last year uh, when he played for the Titans. I know Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know he's not the greatest quarterback in the world, but I would just would have loved to see Julio done a little bit more in Tennessee. Um, try to balance out with Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. He just didn't do that. You know, we saw flashes. We saw great catches here and there. But other than that, it was just – it was an injury-prone year where he had, like, one or two catches, and he just wasn't even barely a viable flex option. So I'm looking for him to be a little bit better with Tom and um, a few of the other good receivers out there for the Bucs. Um, all right, I'm going to be honest. I am not a fan of Julio. Uh, bad year last year at Tennessee, and he's – in my opinion, he's pretty washed. Uh, I don't think he's any higher than the wide receiver three, maybe a flex. Uh, I personally am not going to take him this year. I don't have any confidence in him. Uh, although he is a good vet, though. Um, he'll definitely be good in the red zone. He's a huge receiver still. He's obviously still good at football, so he's going to do the job. But he's definitely just going to play the vet role. They have Mike Evans. He's going to get all the targets, all the receptions. So uh, not too high on him, but also think he's going to have an okay year. Yeah, just for anyone who is listening, by the way, when we're saying Julio Jones, we're not saying to start him. In a wide receiver too, right? He's obviously a bench player. Um, you know, depending on how many flexes you have, maybe a second flex. But you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think because Antonio Brown came in, I think Julio Jones may actually have a chance to do something nice. Last year with Ryan Tannehill, um, and of course he was all banged up. He had 31 catches and 48 targets. Uh, he had somewhere around 400 yards and really no touchdown value. I think the touchdown value for me is what's going to go up. I think the impact. I don't know if uh, maybe a couple of you guys agree with me on this, but I think the impact that Julio's going to have is definitely in the red zone, maybe taking away a touchdown or two from Mike Evans, which could hurt for those who are targeting him in the early uh, third round. No, I 100% agree with that as well. Um, like I said, that Antonio Brown role, 
he could definitely fill it, but he's, 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 he's barely a flex option, you know, like he's still that scary receiver that could get, you know, have the big old goose egg on a weekend and you can't have that in your lineup if you want to win. Um, but thinking that he's only going to get one touchdown like he did last year when he has Tom Brady this year, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I'm, I'm looking for upwards at least three or four. I mean, at least three or four. Uh, the one touchdown he had last year compared to this year, I think it's going to be complete uh, – or oh, oh, 360. You know, it's still Julio Jones at the end of the day, guys. And if he can stay healthy with Tom Brady, you know, the GOAT, I think um, yeah. I think he can yeah. be a viable flex option down See, the road. My, my only thing is here is that um, he hasn't had a 1,000-yard season since 2019. Uh, when he was on the Falcons, even his last year at the Falcons, he had 51 catches and 700 yards, only three touchdowns. Um, so it's just only been downhill so far since 2019. So I'm not. No doubt, no doubt he's sure. declining. There's no doubt he's declining. Yeah, I, but, mean, I mean, go ahead. I I think I think 40. I mean, I I've got here. I mean, I feel like this is kind of realistic. There's 40 catches on um, maybe 550 yards and about five or six touchdowns. I think that's really realistic given. The opportunity that Tom Brady's going to give all of these uh, wide receivers, as far as target share goes in the red zone. I mean, the guy is, um, you know, what is he like? I don't know what is what is he like six six seven six eight. I don't know how tall he is, but Who I mean, is? you know, he's six three. He's six three. He's six three. Six seven. He is six three two twenty though. Two twenty is pretty hefty for a receiver, especially a six. All right. So anyway, so my listen, my point is in the red zone. I mean, he's a big guy. You know, I think he's going to get his target share in the red zone. That's that's where I'm going to get my. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, speaking about injury prone, we're going to go over some injuries here really quick that I have. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Poyer with his elbow slash shoulder injury. That doesn't seem to be too serious, but he left Bill's training camp. And I also have Tristan Wirfs here uh, being carted off the field for cramps. It seems as though I've seen more guys get cramps in this preseason and in training camp that I've seen in the last five or ten years. I don't know if it's hot out. I don't know if guys aren't drinking enough. I don't know what's going on, but it seems as though that there's five to ten guys in every practice that's going down with a cramp. A um, few other injuries, you know, Ryan Jensen tore his ACL for the Buccaneers, you know, sad stuff, all pro center. Uh, that's going to be a huge loss for Brady and the Bucks. And, um, you know, a few other just bang up guys, not too much. Tim Patrick with an ACL, that's sad for the Broncos, but they've still got tons of viable options at receiver and running back. So I think they're going to be okay with uh, let's ride Russell Wilson. Uh, if you guys got any other injuries you like yeah, to add I on, got, I got one ones. to add. It's not an injury, but uh, today is August third. Um, uh, former Raven Marquise Brown did get arrested for speeding, so yeah. that's going to be a big hit for the Cardinals. <laughs> yes, um, he did. <laughs> you know, we don't know how long he's going to be gone for if he's gone for any time at all. But um, I honestly doubt it. But just stop the jackass. It's, I think it's. I think it's because he's from Hollywood, right? Is that? Yeah, no comment fan, on Hollywood. Big fan of Kodak over there. <laughs> Yeah, no, no comment on Hollywood. I'm just gonna say I'm glad we got rid of him. Guy's got a drop problem, and now he's got a speeding problem. He didn't have a drop problem when he was on the Ravens. But okay, uh, top fifteen quarterbacks. Yeah, so talking about the goat and Tom Brady, let's talk about our goat to the fantasy football season this year, heading into your 2022 season. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and list off our top fifteen quarterbacks uh, based on fantasy value in our opinion. Uh, we'll go one at a time, starting off with our. Um, you guys want to start with fifteen, or do you want to start with one? Uh, let's start with fifteen. I'm going to start at 15 right, and work yeah, our way yeah, down. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. We'll start at 15 and work our way down. All right. Anyone want to go first? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, son. All right. Yeah, I'll go first. All right. So, 15 here. I'm going to start with this. Uh, everyone, I hope I don't get uh, absolutely torn for this one. But this was obviously before the news broke out today. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Deshaun Watson 
is currently facing an indefinite suspension. The NFL is trying to appeal the six-game suspension that the judge ruled for him. We'll see how that goes. But um, I kind of just threw Deshaun Watson in here at 15 because, uh, I mean, you think that maybe you can pick him up in uh, one of the later rounds, and you could probably just stash him on your bench. Um, so there's, it's really I don't like any, any of the guys down here. Honestly, I think Tua – um, he probably speaks to me around 15 or maybe Trey Lance. But other than that, I, I was really just kind of putting Deshaun Watson over there. But uh, I think the real rankings come in when you come in at 14 um, and up. So 14th, I've got Kirk Cousins. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is a little... we're, going one at a, yeah. we're going one at a time here, Son. You're getting a little jumping ahead of us. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll go that way. Sorry, that's my bad. No, it's all good. It's all good. I know you're really excited about your rankings. We'll go 15 here for me. I also had Watson slash Tua. Um, I kind of kind of just left Watson off the board kind of completely. You know, he's got the six-game suspension. You know, as of today, it looks like it could be an indefinite season. So we were just kind of keeping him out of it. Just At least I was for the sake of, you know, fantasy value. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Tua here at 15. Tua's got probably the fastest receiving core we've seen in a really long time in Tyree Kill and Jevin Waddle. Uh, he's still got Mike Kosecki out in tight end. He's got, you know, those running backs from Chase Edmonds and all those guys down there. I feel I feel as though that Tua could make a leap this year, but I'm just I just I'm just not sure. And I'm not sold, so I'm throwing him at 15. So uh, yeah, no, I like Tua at 15. Yeah, I also have Tua at 15. Uh, one guy you did forget to mention was Raheem Mostert. They added him. Raheem Mostert, uh, one yeah. of the fastest guys in the league, along with Terry Killingshield and Waddle. Uh, Waddle had a almost. I would call it a breakout season last year. He's only going to get better, especially with Tyreek on the other side now. I think it'll take a lot of attention off Waddle. And Tua already had a year with Waddle under his belt. So I think that chemistry is already built, and adding Tyreek kills speaks for itself. So, Santi? Yeah, all right. So I'm going to take it to 14. Uh, so we already kind of know who I was going with, but I'm going to say Kirk Cousins at 14. Um, they do have a new coach, which I think actually will help Kirk Cousins. I just don't think the quarterback play here, personally, is as good. Um, I know he's surrounded around some superstars um, in Minnesota. But the good news about Kirk Cousins is I, I wouldn't feel too bad if you can somehow get Kirk Cousins with a late, late pick. Um, because in the past two seasons, he did place 11th and 9th. Um, so what does that mean? That means Kirk Cousins is pretty valuable and has not gone down with injury. Um, and he is somebody that you can get for, you know, a low ass, and he can still kind of play out to be pretty good for you. So that's why I've got Kirk at 14. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, Bernie, you have a issue with your mic. You got to have some technical difficulties. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go. I think that's, uh, I think that's uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah, some, something's not right there. Um, so at 14, <laughs> I do have Kirk Cousins as well, um, just because – Jefferson is way too good, and the quarterbacks don't have to throw to him. Uh, Thielen's also still there. I think Thielen's solid. He's, he's a vet, but he is solid. Um, Dalvin also was said to be more involved in the pass game this year, which I do like a lot. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have to dump it off, I'm sure, here and there. And also, Dalvin's just a great player. Um, so for that reason, I do have Kirk at 14. Like Asante said, the coach is also going to help Kirk as well this year. So uh, I think it's going to be just fine there in Minnesota this year. Yeah, I'm not going to give any explanation. I'll have Cousins at 14 as well, so I'm just going to go ahead and give you back up to you guys and everything I need to. So <laughs> yeah, really, because I got the same exact thing as you Okay. Hey, Brody, hey, Brody, you're going to have to fix that. Is it still out? Yeah, you sound like a straight bot. 
<laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. All right, so while he figures that out, Sansi, you want to go ahead and uh, go to 13? Yeah, so I'm going to go 13 here. Um, again, this is this is based off QB play, right? Um, I got Derek Carr. He had a breakout kind of season for him uh, last year, so I've got him here at 13. Of course, he adds what I think is the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams. Um, I think possible for Devontae Adams not to help Derek Carr, right? Um, I believe Consensus has Derek Carr at 14, right? So it's actually one pick above where Consensus has him. I think he's got a chance to, to be, you know, 10 or maybe just a little bit under 10, but I really do like his chance that he's surrounded by a lot of weapons and there's no reason why he shouldn't succeed in that offense. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Um, it's funny, I also have Derek Carr at 13. I agree. Uh, Devontae Adams, best receiver in the NFL as of now. I do think Justin Jefferson will be better after this year, but that's besides the point. Devontae Adams is going to change Derek Carr's game. They played together in college. Uh, obviously, they have chemistry, and they are good friends. Uh, everyone's hyping up this year, so I'm excited to see that. And, uh, you know, I think Derek Carr is going to have a better than average season, maybe top 10 in fantasy, but we will see because the surrounding team and uh, the Raiders – Besides Renfro, this it's just okay. Right. I mean, I do want to make it noted, by the way, Derek Carr did come in at ten last year. Um, so I know different people have different points, um, you know, for quarterbacks. But in, at least in our league, I know he came in at ten. So again, that that's with uh, Kyler Murray was banged up a little bit. Uh, Russell Wilson was banged up a little bit. You had Lamar Jackson out for a little bit. So. Derek Carr was ten, given that other QBs were hurt. So I feel like fourteen is or thirteen, sorry, is uh, is a perfectly good place for Derek Carr to go. Yeah, I do agree, and I think we're just still out of question right now. So let's uh, move on to twelve. We'll keep it rolling here. Yeah, we'll um, move on to twelve. So we'll you go ahead. All right. Yeah. So this one's going to be a big blow, especially for uh, Philadelphia fans. But I am not a fan. Uh, Jalen Hurts comes in at twelve, and. Honestly, consensus has him at uh, QB7. I don't know why. Listen, I get the hype with his legs. Um, I believe he had more runs inside the 10 um, than Ezekiel Elliott and Nick Chubb, right? That's that's a crazy stat. But on the other hand, um, Baker Mayfield had a higher completion percentage than him. And the Philadelphia Eagles were top five um, in, in rushing and – it, I don't see it with with uh, Jalen Hurts. I, I mean, I know they added AJ Brown, and I think that would help, but I still think it's it's almost like a run heavy offense in Philly, and I don't see the arm really improving from Jalen Hurts. So it's really going to have to uh, it, we're going to have to see him step up this year. He's got a lot of talent around him, so I've got Hurts right at twelve. Uh, Brody, go ahead at twelve. All right, I think I'm back. I think yep. we're okay. You are back. All right. Sorry about that, guys. My 13 was Derek Carr as well, which is funny. So, again, didn't need to say much there anyway. But uh, my number 12 was Jalen Hurts as well. So, it seems as though we've come to a consensus on some of these picks. Uh, I, I Honestly, that's going to be the first time in this podcast that this is going to happen. Uh, but Jalen Hurts is at 12 for me as well. Listen, I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback in fantasy either. I, I get it. I get it fully. My quarterback for the Ravens uses his legs more than anybody. Jalen Hurts does it, not as well as Lamar, but he does it really well. But, God, the passing needs to improve from Jalen Hurts. Like, I don't know why he gets a break compared to Lamar Jackson. Maybe that's a biased take.
But the guy gets a lot of breaks just because he has A.J. Brown now. And what, Jalen Rager? Sorry, guys, not going to work for me. He's out of my top 10. He's at 12. All right. Um, I'm going to have to go with – I'm going to switch it up here. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers at 12. Um, wow. Only because wow. he did lose Devontae, and obviously Devontae was most of the volume for Rodgers. Yeah, he has other guys. But um, I have him at 12 just because it is Aaron Rodgers still, and no one really knows how he's – going to be without Devontae. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be just fine, but I just I see him right outside my top 10. I have him at 12. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for my 12. Um, all right, so I'm going to pull up something here really quick. Well, while you're pulling up, I'll go. I got number 11 here. Yeah. Um, I got Let's Rive. I got Let's Ride. You've got. I got let's, I got, let's ride. Uh, Russell Wilson. Sorry, I had another technical <laughs> difficulty. Uh, okay, my God, ride. fix right. your shit. Oh my God, you know, this is first episode, first pod. You know, gonna have some bumps and bruises on the way. Hope you guys stick along. But we got Russell Wilson at eleven. Listen, if you're gonna hear me talk about anybody during this podcast, uh, it's gonna be Russell Wilson. I hate that guy. I already hate Russell Wilson. Just, just like to I have that a clear. strong bias towards him. Uh, I'm not a huge Russell Wilson fan. I think he's super, super overrated. Uh, he's annoying, and I can punch him right in his little face. But if we're talking about fantasy football, uh, he could be a viable option, but he just misses my top ten guys. You know, new offense, new offensive coordinator, all this new stuff. I, I like Cortland Sutton, but my God, Jerry Judy has a drop issue. I mean, last year he was fourth in drops, and I just I can't see him, that guy, drop another football, or I'm going to lose my mind. Love Jerry Judy to death. Cortland Sutton coming off a nasty injury. You know, I think it's back-to-back injuries, if I believe so. So I just want to see what he does in this offense. Uh, it should be fun to watch, but don't have him in the top ten. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, so I've also got Russell Wilson right at 11. Um, I know he had that finger injury last year. Um, before then, actually, he was actually having a pretty solid season that I feel like was kind of slept on, maybe because he wasn't really putting up Russell Wilson numbers, but – he was having a pretty good season. He had 25 touchdowns and only six interceptions. So it's a completely new offense, new field, but they've confidence in Russell West, uh, Russell Wilson. And I see, you know, really no issue with him being at 11. I think he's got top 10 ceiling, but I don't think he's there for me just yet. So that's also why I got Russell Wilson. All right. Uh, moving on to 11. No, we just did 11. Knee rad. No, we did not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah we did. You didn't go. Oh, yeah, that's on me, guys. Sorry, I'm a little slow in the brain. So, 11, Matt Stafford. Um, I have Matt Stafford at 11 just because, uh, I don't know, I just don't like him as a top 10 QB this year. He does have Cooper Cup coming out for the best, the best season ever for wide receiver uh, and a Super Bowl. Um, but Matt Stafford is old as shit. So I don't know if he's he just going won to... a Super Bowl. I understand that. I understand he just won a Super Bowl, but he had a very good defense, a very good team surrounding him, a great coaching staff, and the Rams. Nothing changed. Okay. By the way, and, and by the way, they did they did add Allen Robinson. I think he's going to be very good this year. Um, you'll see that in our wide receiver rankings. But I think Allen Robinson is going to be Stafford very 11. good this year. I just want to confirm. Yeah, he does have Stafford at eleven. Yes, yeah, Stafford is, is eleven. Yes. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Stafford doing anything more than a top ten. Uh, honestly, I, he does nothing with his legs. 
Um, so he's just sit back there and throw. He's still a great quarterback, but he's just outside of my top ten. All right. Um, I've got I've got two notes here. So first off, before we go to that, Aaron Rodgers outside of your top ten to me. I mean, he's won two MVPs back to back, and not to mention under Matt um, Lafleur, under the current offensive coordinator, the Packers are seven and zero without Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers has shown no slowing down without Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be fine. I don't know if it's Alan Lazard, but I do think Aaron Rodgers is still going to be fine. But I'll carry this into my 10th spot, and I do have Matthew Stafford at 10. It's the high-powered offense for me. I mean, the Rams are going to score touchdowns. They did get Allen Robinson, like Cole said. I think he's going to have a better season than Russell Wilson. And not only to mention, he was fifth last year in fantasy. I would know because I had him. Um, Matthew Stafford, to me, I definitely think could even be higher at 10, but for right now, I, I have him ranked right at 10, um, and Cam Akers is coming back as well, so I like that addition for him. Yeah, and at my 10, I've got uh, I got Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray just barely sticks in my top 10 just because of the legs. Uh, legs mean a lot, as we've, as we, you know, we've talked about already. Uh, when it comes to fantasy football, getting those rushing yards and those passing yards, you know, both together, it's really, really crucial. But for Kyler Murray, uh, I think 10 is, I think 10 is generous. You know, no D hop for, you know, a little portion of the season. Hollywood just got arrested today. Uh, Zach Ertz, a little washed up in my opinion, still a decent viable option at tight end, not great. And then uh, once we get to our running back rankings in, in, a, in a future episode, uh, I'm not a huge fan of James Conner this year. Um, I don't think he's going to do what he did last year. I don't think that's possible for him. Um, so I'm not a huge, huge James Conner fan. So Kyler Murray's not working with much around him. I got rid of Christian Kirk. Um, but the legs still sneak him into the top 10, but I, I, I personally wouldn't draft him. Oh, well, okay. So my top, my number 10 is uh, Les Rye. Russell Wilson. I got Russell Wilson at top 10. I really like Russell Wilson this year. Coming into a new offense, you know, he's got Jerry Judy. Uh, I'm very high on Cortland Sutton. I like Cortland Sutton a lot. Had him last year. Um, he has battled some injuries, but he is a go-get receiver. He's going to get those jump balls. So I think Russell Wilson's got a deep ball guy. Um, he's got Jerry Judy, one of the shiftiest in the league. And also, KJ Hamler just got cleared to come back. Uh, don't forget, KJ Hamler ran a 4-2-7 in the 40, so he's up there in speed. So Russell Wilson has a fast receiver, a shifty receiver, and a go-get receiver. And he's got Javante Williams. I don't think there's anything stopping Russell Wilson this year, and he may be better than top 10. Okay. By the way, I just want to note on uh, Kyler Murray, I, I, I think 10 is okay um, for it's me. Very, it's very low. Bit, it's very low. I think, he's, I think he's a little bit higher than that for me, especially. But I just want to note that he did miss three games last year. He was still QB 11. Uh, and on a points per basis, he averaged 31.2. So, I mean – probably a little bit better than 10 and he's been consistent his entire career uh, but I'll get into Kyler Murray later uh, for right now I've got Joe Burrow at nine um, whoa wow I want to talk about yeah, low Joe. balling wow. wow Kyler Murray is in the worst situation he's probably been in since he's gotten in the league just got his big contract but you're gonna put Joe Burrow the guy who just went to the Super Bowl with one of the best offenses in the league and you're gonna put him at nine I'd love to hear this. Yeah, let's hear that. Yeah, so Joe Burrow for me at number nine. I, I really do. I think he had his – I think he had, you know, a great season last year. 
And I don't know how much he's going to be able to top those numbers, right? Like, I, I understand the Bengals only got better. The offensive line improved, although I believe Lyle Collins already went down with an injury. I'm not sure what the timetable is for that. Um, but I, I just think for Joe Burrow, I think he's going to repeat the same numbers. And if you look at last year, he was ranked QB8, um, and he missed one game, uh, and I believe that was week 18. I think he may have sat out, right? So, I mean, I think he does have higher ceilings than nine. He could be higher than nine, but uh, I just I really like the eight guys in front of him. So uh, I'm, I'm sticking with Joe Burrow at nine on that. Okay. Yeah, so my nine um... – I got Matt Stafford here. I think I think eight or nine is, is a good number for him. Um, I just I can't put him in front of, of the other eight guys. But adding Allen Robinson, I think is going to be. I, I think it's I think it was one of the most underrated moves of the offseason. It wasn't talked about much. It should be talked about a lot more. I think Allen Robinson is going to have the, probably one of the best seasons of his career. Um, you had Cooper Cup last year who put up stupid numbers with Matt Stafford. Uh, it's pretty much the same team around him. How can you not love Matt Stafford here? I honestly could put him higher, but it'd be a battle with some of the other guys like Dak, Brady, Rodgers. It, it's, he's in that category. I just, at the end of the day, I, I value legs in this league. And as Cole said earlier, Stafford doesn't move much. At all. We'll see. You know, We'll see what he can do with Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup. Uh, but he did have OBJ and you know Van, and he had – uh, he didn't really have Woods at all, did he? But, you know, he had all these guys last year. Let's see if he can do it he again. Had him. He had him for about half a season. Yeah, he did. We'll see We'll see what he can do with these guys. Uh, but I think eight or nine is a solid spot for Matt Stafford. And, again, uh, we probably uh, – you know, I, I love Cooper Cup, but we are expecting, you know, a little bit of a decrease for Cooper Cup, obviously. Yeah, you can't do that two seasons in a row. I'm sorry, but you just, you just can't, right? Like, we say that now, but I also have – I also have, you know – Tom Brady ranks somewhere where people are going to give me a lot of flack for it, but it's like, it's almost like you can't do it again, you know? And just like Cole had Rodgers, you know, outside his top 10, he did one back to back MVPs. Now he has no Devontae Adams. I think Cole's logic is there's no way he does it again. But, you know, let's see if he proves us wrong. I hope he does, by the way. Yeah. I hope he does too. So, my number Rodgers. nine, as much as I hate to do this, um, to have him inside my top 10, I have to respect the team he has right now. Um, I do have Jalen Hurts at nine. Um, reason I have Jalen Hurts at nine, I'm not gonna lie. The only note I have for him right now is that I hate him. But besides that, um, <laughs> besides that, he did. He does have Devonte Smith, uh, which Bury failed to mention earlier. Um, but he also added AJ Brown. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm not listening. Hold depth chart for every quarterback. My fault. Uh, well, he's the best receiver on their team. Uh, before, oh, he's better than AJ Brown. Before AJ Brown got there. Okay, uh, so, yeah. anyways, if you want to let me explain, AJ Brown is a very good receiver, but now since he's on the Eagles, I hate him. Um, overhyped. Oh, he, he, I think it's overhyped, but he is still a very good receiver. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just think he's too good to be overlooked, and he was great on the Titans. I mean, you can't argue with that. Um, uh, 2020 season with the Titans, he had 70 catches, just over 1,000 yards, and 11 touchdowns, which is uh, unreal. Last year, he only had 63 catches, 869 yards, and five touchdowns. Um, not a, a huge regression. He only had seven less catches, but the yards was an issue. Um, also had six less touchdowns. So I'm not too high on him. I think he's a little overhyped because he had a good year, especially with that playoff run he had in 2020. But uh, other than that, I think Jalen Hurts is great running, and he's going to get it done. He's going to be top 10. 
I beg to differ, but uh, we'll go to eight. Um, so this is where I've got the next runner off the board, and that comes in at Kyler Murray. Uh, biggest question I have clearly is can the rushing return? Uh, he started the season last year uh, really on a hot streak. He had three straight games with one rushing touchdown, and then he waited to week 13 to grab a couple more. Uh, he only had, I believe it was three games, um, 50 or more rushing yards, and one game with 40 or more. So the rushing's got to come back. I've got Kyler Murray here at eight, though, because he's had consistent numbers of at least 3,700 yards, somewhere around there. He's had his touchdowns go up every season. Um, he did have two left last year, but again, I mentioned he missed three games. And the interceptions have been 12 or less every year. So I think, I think Kyler Murray has actually been very consistent throughout his career. I do know that um, number one receiver right now and in Hollywood, he's going to be out. Um, I, I think he'll actually probably wind up getting out of jail. Probably be fine. Um, Hopkins is out for uh, six weeks. Um, really didn't play much of a factor last season either. And I think that Kyler Murray is still going to get it done, at least to the point where he'll be uh, quarterback eight. So, I think consistency, and I, I just question his running. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, my eight, uh, these boys aren't going to be happy with me, but I got Dak Prescott at eight. Uh, Dak Prescott had his second worst average uh, yards, you know, our first row, per completion. He had his second worst average per completion. Uh, he only threw for 4,400 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks. Pretty good ratio. But he had 14 fumbles last year. Lost seven, which was half. Uh, I think Dak Prescott's offense got worse. I think we can all agree to that. Uh, only one of their six receivers fumbles, have, caught, have caught a touchdown. Pa- oh, six fumbles. Sorry, my bad. Wrote it down wrong. So he had six fumbles. He Okay, so he's better than half. But, you know, offense got worse. They have one receiver who's caught one touchdown on the roster at the moment who's going to play week one is what it seems like. You know, they have James Washington banged up. They have uh, CeeDee Lamb out there who has a touchdown. They have Michael Gallup who's banged up. Top five. No, he's not a top five fantasy option this year. I'm sorry. His offense got worse. We'll see what the offensive line can oh, do. Sorry we'll, about see Tyler, we'll see what Tyler Smith – oh, that's not true either. We'll see what Tyler Smith can do on the offensive line um, to help them out because God knows they need it. They've regressed every year since 2016. Uh, I like Dak Prescott. He's, he's a gunslinger. How can you not love a gunslinger? Uh, but I got him at eight, though, because he's not better than these top seven guys. He's not even close. Um, honestly, he should be switched with Stafford on my list. He could be nine. Uh, I think Dak is going to have a very, very average year. Oh, man. All right, can't wait for the season. Anyways, number eight I have, Tampa Tom. And the reason I have Tampa Tom at eight is because it's Tom. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so Tom Brady at eight, he has Mike Evans. Mike Evans has had – thousand yards and every year he's been in the league since 2014 eight straight thousand yard seasons last year he had 14 touchdowns the year before that he had 13 so the seasons with brady have just been outstanding mike evans is going to perform goblin's going to come back off an of injury and we've seen tom brady do just fine with no name receivers on the patriots and honestly the bucks too um so i think tom brady's gonna be just fine as top 10 you can pretty much lock him in as top 10 you've got you got brady at eight I just want to note that Tom Brady has been a top three finish two years in a row. Um, and to my, at least to what I, I think, that the Bucks have not gotten worse. I think they're 
in the same boat as they are. I know Chris Godwin may be a little bit slow to get back, but that's why they signed Julio Jones. And I, I actually really like the pickup in Russell Gage as well. I think a lot of people are sleeping on that pickup. He can play out of the slot. Russell and I, I like a couple good. of their other receivers um, that they've got down there as well. Tyler Johnson um, has made a lot of catches when he had to step up. So I can't believe Brady's that low. But uh, we'll move on to seven. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not buying this whole Devontae Adams thing, honestly. The guy has won the MVP two seasons in a row. I absolutely loved what Aaron Rodgers had to say on social media, Hall of Famer and a Hall of Famer. I really do think Alan Lazard is primed for a great season in fantasy football this year. Um, I, I, the guy's won two MVPs, right? I mean, consistent until proven otherwise is my note for Aaron Rodgers. I have him right at seven. Um, I just, I, I'd have to see him prove me wrong. Yeah. I, I, number seven, I got Tom Brady. Listen, I'm, I'm using kind of the same motto as you just used for Aaron Rodgers, you know, prove me wrong again, Brady, just do it. Just prove me wrong again. I mean, 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions last year. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? The, guy's the, guy, like 65. the guy, the, the guy go. is so good. The guy is so good. But in my heart, when I'm looking at these other six guys that are in front of him, I just think like, I, I just I can't I can't I can't do it. So prove me wrong, Tom. I mean, fifty three hundred yards again last year. It's like, are we serious? It's like, why is this? Why am I not putting this guy in the top five? It's it's hard for me to give bad things about Tom Brady, but it, but it's easier for me to give good things about these top six guys that I have. You know, Brady. So you, but so I have I have Rodgers at six. I'll just give you a little preview now. Uh, and it, I and I feel as though those guys are interchangeable. And we always talk about how interchangeable they are when it comes to their Madden rating, when it comes to their fantasy football status. It's just. Brady has better but weapons is this, this time. Is this really even a conversation? Aaron Rodgers came in at seven last season, right, with thirty with, with 4,000. Tom Brady had 1,200 more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest QB in the NFL, right, personally. Ever. That's what I think. I mean, two, two MVPs, right, in a row. But Tom Brady threw for 1,200 more passing yards. I, 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 it makes me sick to have him Santi, but Santi, but personally. Santi, listen, the name of the game is don't lose the football. Don't lose the football, right? That's the name of the game. Since 2018, since 2018, Aaron Rodgers has had 11 interceptions. Cool. Brady had 12 last year. Where he had 12 last year. So I understand he has 1,200 more passing yards. That's fine. Take your passing yards. And shove them. When Aaron Rodgers is holding onto the football and throws thirty-seven touchdowns and four interceptions in a season, <laughs> do you know how? Do you it's know not, how many games that wins you? It's not going to get you points. Yeah, listen, no, it's not. I'll tell you how many games it's going to win you. You've got twelve hundred. Do you realize how? That's like four weeks of passing yards. Twelve hundred passing yards. Uh, I believe it is six more touchdowns. And and I I'd have to look at the stats here, but I can't even imagine the, the amount of completions. That Tom Brady has okay. over Aaron Rodgers as Aaron well. Aaron Rodgers also has two unbelievable studs in the backfield. Unbelievable studs. Leonard Fournette didn't come on until what week last year? What week did he start turning it up? Because uh, I don't. Because I don't know. Again. It's later. It was later in the season. It was later in the season. Before that, there was no running backs. What was he had? Rojo. Listen, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, from a fantasy perspective, actually, he had sixteen point nine, uh, and he had sixteen point nine four straight weeks, 
and above and topping out at 30.7. That was as early as week four. So I think Leonard Fournette showed up pretty early and very often. I actually really enjoy uh, Leonard Fournette in Tampa with Tom Brady. I do too. I do too. I'm, I'm just saying, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. Listen, I, we can talk about this all day, but we're never going to come to an agreement on this. The Rodgers-Brady debate, I mean, it's been going on for years, and it's going to keep happening. So let's see Brady prove me wrong because I got Rodgers at six and Brady at seven. So, Cole, you can go ahead with your seven. All right, at seven, I have Joey B. I got Joe Burrow at seven. Um, listen, last year he had 4,611 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. Yeah, his picks are a little high. He had 108.3 QB rating. Um, made it to Super Bowl with this shitty offensive line, and it only got better. Uh, Jamar is only going to get better. Jamar is going to be at least top four this year in receiver. Uh, T. Higgins is still good. Uh, Mixon is a great pass catcher out of the backfield. So I have Joe Burrow at seven. Uh, I think he's only going to do better than last year. Uh, and I'm expecting a comeback year. From, not really a comeback year, but I'm expecting a better year from Joe Burrow and the Bengals. All right, Sonic, go ahead with your six. All right, so here we go at six. Um, got, uh, Lamar Jackson coming in at six. Question, how, how healthy is he, and his, is he going to be able to run with his legs, right? No, oh, he's very um, healthy. Let's run with his arms. Listen, I, I, listen, <laughs> I, I, really, I, I really like Rashad Bateman. I know he's the wide receiver one. He's going to step up, but it is worth that they did lose Hollywood Brown. And it really does start to feel like it's on a steady decline for Lamar Jackson. He's got 36 touchdowns. This is a crazy stat, by the way. In the past three seasons, Lamar Jackson in, in uh, passing touchdowns has gone down 10 touchdowns a season, right? I know the injuries, um, right, and he's going to come back. But I do think Lamar's going to have a little bit of a bounce-back season. I am very high on Mark Andrews. I think he is very capable of repeating. And – I think Lamar and the Ravens are going to go back to their old ways with running the football, and I do think that benefits Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so you know my six. I had Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, I'll defend him over Brady until I die. Uh, call it bias. Call it whatever you want. I want Brady thing. to prove me wrong. But I love Aaron Rodgers to death. Uh, give me less turnovers any day of the week. I know for fantasy value, Brady in the last two years has been edging out Aaron Rodgers, but – if I got to go long term, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Don't let this Devontae Adams bullshit fool you. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Cole, you go ahead with your six. I will not tolerate the Aaron Rodgers slander. <laughs> so at six, um, I have my main man, Dak Prescott. Uh, obviously, it's a little biased. He is six for me. But um, I think that Dak Prescott is fully healthy. Um, he had that calf injury on the overtime uh, winning throw to CD Lamb last year against the Patriots. And now he's had a full year to progress and get his legs back healthy. Um, I think CD's going to have a big role this year. I'm a huge CD fan, so obviously I'm going to say that. Um, Pollard's a great help with pass catching, and they're going to play him more in the slot this year. They're using more of a utility role. Uh, I think we might see a rushing season from Dak that we've never seen before. His first three years, he had six rushing touchdowns, and I think he might top that this year. Uh, but other than that, I think Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are going to have a great season. Um, obviously, I'm going to say that as a Cowboys fan, but I do think genuinely that Dak Prescott and the surrounding receivers will have a phenomenal year this year. Yeah, all right, so we're, we're on going the, heading into the top five. Top five. 
All right, so I do want to make this um, – so consensus has Kyler Murray at five and Dak at six. So I have Dak Prescott at five. He was uh, six last year. He had 37 touchdowns, um, 16 turnovers, and almost 4,500 yards. He had a great season. And agree with you, Cole, on the fact that I do think he's going to be healthy. I'm not sure if he'll have his best rushing season, but I think he is going to open it up a little bit more – um, to do some things. And let's not let's not forget the fact that the Cowboys are the number one offense. And as much as it pains me to say this as a Cowboys fan, why were they the number one offense is the game plan that unfortunately the Cowboys played. They're always coming from behind. Um, and in a way, I think that favors Dak Prescott in fantasy because he's always having to come from behind. He's always having to throw the football. And I, I truly do think with through all the struggles, and all these terrible quotes that Jerry Jones is throwing out here, I think they're going to get a veteran wide receiver out there to help CD while Michael Gallup gets back. And I think Dalton Schultz has a fabulous season, as well as Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. So I've got Dak at five. I got Lamar at five. Now listen, as a Ravens fan, last year was frustrating, to say the least. You know, Lamar had us at eight wins and in a position to get us into the playoffs and had more total yards than... 12 other teams in the NFL. Uh, Lamar Jackson's at five. I could put him higher just because we're talking about everyone loves legs. Everyone just loves the throwing ability and the running ability of these quarterbacks, getting your points in fantasy. Lamar Jackson last year before he got injured was the number one best passer outside the numbers. Think about that. People said Lamar Jackson couldn't throw outside the numbers all of his career. He was the number one passer, according to Next Gen Stats on ESPN, outside the numbers and through 2020 he threw 67 passing touchdowns in 37 starts that's tied with rogers manning and brady for the most in qb history in the first 37 starts i don't care okay the guy is going to have a bounce back season he is weighing 230 pounds he is going to not only juke your ass he's going to run through your ass this season lamar jackson and rashad bateman are going to put him at the five position. I'm not even going to mention Mark Andrews. I don't even have to. People know how much of a no, no, beast yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, I like Mark. But Lamar Jackson uh, will be a top five quarterback this year. I, you I'm can gonna, come I'm back to this, this podcast. Give me the hate. Give me all that I want it all. Yeah, gonna, Lamar Jackson, top five. I'm going to give you the hate. All right, so uh, you said through the first eight weeks, right? He was uh, top passer. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, well, before he got pocket. injured. Out of the pocket. No, 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 no. Weeks, no that's all that right? I said. Not what I said. Not what I said. He was the number one best passer outside of the numbers before he got yeah. injured, which means throwing balls outside of the numbers to receivers to the sideline. Yeah, I got that. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, uh, he had one game in the first seven weeks at which he had more than one passing touchdown. I don't know about you, but that is absolutely atrocious. That's, that's terrible. That's not going to get the job done. Okay, let me say this again. He had more total yards than 12 other NFL teams. That's awful. For the first eight listen, weeks of the in season. The first, in the first seven – listen, in the first seven weeks, he had four games over 30 fantasy points, and one of them topped out at 30.3. Listen, I'm with you, though. I'm with you. I really am. I, I've got Lamar Jackson at six. I think he's going to have a big bounce back season. I'm, I'm just saying I don't know if I buy that stat from a fantasy perspective. I mean, six games out of seven to start the year, he had one – passing touchdown and now you lose hollywood brown 
I hope Lamar proves me wrong. I really do. But I mean, I still got I, I, he's gonna prove he's gonna prove me wrong. All don't, right, don't enough. You worry about enough. That. My five. I have um, K one Kyler Murray. I have Kyler Murray at five. Um, I had him a few years ago when he had that, that fantastic season. Um, I I really do like Kyler Murray, and if I have the opportunity to take him, I'm more than happy to take him this year. Uh, but Rod Dale Moore is up and coming. I do like Rod Dale Moore a lot. I think that he can definitely help Kyler out. Uh, D-Hop, unfortunately, is suspended for six games, but I think he should be able to get it done while he's gone. Um, after six, D-Hop will come back, and I feel like Kyler will hit a ceiling. He'll go back to a ceiling. Um, obviously, his ceiling is lower without D-Hop. Uh, it just speaks for itself. But uh, Kyler Murray's running adds a shit ton to his game, and Kyler Murray's one of the best rushers in the league up there, definitely with Lamar Jackson. He can't even catch the guy. Um, and James Conner is also a good pass catcher out of the backfield. So um, that's my case for Kyler Murray. And yeah, he's in my top five. All right. So uh, I guess we'll go four here. Um, this one may come as a little bit of surprise here, but at four, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Um, listen, let's, let's give some praise to him first. Andy Reid and that offense still has too much talent. They lost Tyreek Hill. I get it. Um, but one of those scenarios where I really feel like Tyreek Hill is going to realize that he misses Patrick Mahomes more than he misses Tyreek Hill. I think Mahomes is going to be fine. I've got him at four, um, and actually he's ranked fourth uh, in QB ratings in the past two seasons, and I think he's going to be fourth for a third straight season. I think Mahomes is going to be fine. While I don't know who the number one receiver will truly be for Kansas City, I think it's going to be a big bounce-back season for Travis Kelsey, and look for him to um, battle it out with Mark Andrews for tight end one this season. Yeah, no, that's a good take. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put uh, Joe Burr at four. Listen, this wow. offense is stupid good. I mean, I've, we've played him twice a year. I mean, I think he threw for 500 yards twice against us. I mean, it, it, the guy the guy is unbelievable. And, he uh, was that, 46. Uh, talking about the Jamar Chase Humphrey game. Do? What did Marlon Humphrey do in that one game? Hmm. Not going to talk about Mount Humphrey. We'll Let's talk save about defense. that uh, Jamar Chase Yeah, we'll save, we'll save defense for another day, guys. So I'm just going to bring up some numbers here. 4,600 yards last year, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. The number that stands out to me was the 108 passer rating. Joe Burrow was yeah. he was yeah, on fire in, in between the numbers. I know you did. I'm just going to reiterate it because he's in my four. So Joe Burrow, my four, number, probably in the top three offense in this league. Their offensive line only got better. You know, I know Santi mentioned yeah. Lyle Collins may have gone down with an injury, but not sure how that timetable is, like Santi said. Uh, I love Joe Burr. I don't know how you can't put him in the top five. The guy who's putting up unbelievable numbers last year. I think he's going to put up even better numbers this year, unfortunately. And they're probably going to take the top spot in the division if it's not us. And they're definitely going to get a wild card and sneak in. It will be you guys. Okay. Just, it's not going to be you guys. Hey, watch for Cleveland, though. They've got Deshaun Watson and all this guaranteed money. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Went, until he plays in 2030. All right, uh, number four? Yeah, number four for you, buddy. I have... New era, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is my four. I really like Lamar Jackson this year. How? I think I think that um, Bateman is the perfect receiver to complement Lamar. He's fast. He's, he's shifty. He's going to do fine. Um, Lamar Jackson played 12 games last year, which was three less than his 2020 season, and he had more attempts, more completions, more yards, and his touchdown interception ratio was not too hot. But – he played three less games than he did in 2020. Not and he had any, uh, yeah, I understand. That's why I said it. 
Uh, keep the Lamar Jackson hate to yourself. Uh, he had yeah. three less games than he played in 2020, and he already topped his attempts, yards, and yeah, that's about it. But uh, he topped his attempts and yards um, through three less games, and he got hurt, which sucks, but I think uh, Bateman is going to compliment him fine, and I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a stellar year. Love it. Absolutely love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Sasha, you want to go ahead with your three? Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Uh, these top three, again, I really do think Patrick Mahomes will have a good season, but there's no doubt Tyreek Hill hurts him a little bit. So I don't think Patrick Mahomes tops these top three. But when I look at these three QBs left on my rankings, I think any one of these three have a chance for QB1. Uh, I'm going to start at three with Justin Herbert. This guy, you want to talk about pure talent. He is so good. Last year, he came in at two with 5,000 passing yards, 38 touchdowns. He did have 16 turnovers. I think that's going to decrease a little bit. Um, and we may see a decrease in, you know, maybe the yards as well. But I, I really do. I love Justin Herbert. The offense is so loaded. Um, Austin Eckler had a breakout season. I love Keenan Allen this year. I think he's going to do well. And really the coaching is just, it's so good. And now they're in the most stacked division. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. I love Justin Herbert to repeat the same thing he did last year. And I think he's got QB one ceiling. I'm with you. I got Herbert to three as well. Um, I could have said it better myself. You know, I love the pick that they had with Zion Johnson, you know, uh, last year, Justin Herbert did get sacked 31 times. Year before that, it was 32 times he got sacked. Um, the offensive line hasn't been fantastic for Los Angeles, but I feel as though this time it's going to be revamped. You know, they have Slater. They just got Zion Johnson to fill that guard spot. I absolutely love their offensive line now. I love the receivers for them, too. You know, Keenan Allen, Mike Dubb, they got Austin Eckler back there. They just got Spiller as well to back up Eckler when Eckler gets, you know, tired, if he gets banged up, whatever that may be. Absolutely, Justin Herbert. Love his situation. Love Justin Herbert. Love how he throws the football. Love how he plays. He's got legs. Uh, yeah, couldn't say better myself. I got Justin Herbert at three. All right, I'm going to go with Patty at three. Uh, Patty is still Patty. Uh, he's going to do his thing. He still has Kelsey. Uh, I know Tyreek is gone, but I, I I feel like Patrick Mahomes, in this in a sense, is the same as Rodgers. He he's a good enough quarterback that he can play with a different amount of receivers. Um, Juju is mediocre at best, but I think he's – Gonna have a higher ceiling with Mahomes just because he's playing with a better quarterback compared to the shitty situation he had in Pittsburgh. Uh, also, I'm really high in Sky Moore this year. I know he's a rookie, but he's had an excellent training Love camp so Sky far. Moore. Uh, I have him in our dynasty league actually, so uh, I'm really excited about Sky Moore. And I, I, I think that Patrick Mahomes is gonna have another great year. He had 4,800 yards last year, 37 touchdowns, 13 picks. Um, I just I can't have not have Patrick Mahomes in my top three. I I just think he's a lock as of now. I just don't see him being outside the top three in fantasy. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair to say. Um, so this one, I'm a firm believer in this guy. I used the goat. I don't know how many times I got to say it. I got Tom Brady at two. My I got one simple question for everybody: What has changed? Somebody could please tell me what has changed. And, and here's the crazy thing. I'm looking at consensus right now. They've got Tom Brady at QB8. Listen, to anyone who can get Tom Brady uh, the 82nd pick, that is an absolute steal. Absolute steal. I think nothing has changed in Tampa. Tom Brady's going to have a huge season. 
and I expect the touchdowns to continue for Tom Brady. It's not going to slow down. 45 years of age, nothing on him. So my number three, I'm going to go – or my number two. two, sorry. My number two, I'm going to go with Patty Mahomes. Like Cole said, nothing's going to change there, guys. It's Patrick Mahomes. He probably still is the best quarterback in the league right now, in my opinion. I'm sorry, but I think he is. Um, he's just – he's got the legs. He's got the improvising ability. He's got the absolute cannon of an arm. 37 touchdowns, 13 picks. He still had a 98 passer rating. And I don't know if you guys remember, but weeks seven, eight, and nine – when he had that little flub-lubbed games against Tennessee and New York and in Green Bay, we were like, oh, God, is Patrick Mahomes done? Is this guy, like, over? Sure, the Tyreek Hill thing lost him. You know, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's still Patrick Mahomes. Guys, he bounced back with a 58-point performance. Yeah, he dropped back down with the 18 and the 19. Still got the win there. 30, 49, 33, 33, 33 to finish the season. Patrick Mahomes came in at number four last year, even having that tough little skid in the middle. I don't think losing Tyreek Hill is going to do much. He still has Travis Kelsey. He's got Juju, and I love Sky Moore. Give me Patty Mahomes at two. He's going to do it again. I got uh, I got Jay Herb at two, Justin Herbert. Um, listen, any quarterback that's going to supply his two top receivers with over 1,000 yards, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both had 1,100 yards last year. Um, pretty special. Keenan Allen, he only had six touchdowns last year, but I think he'll be better than that this year. Um Mike Williams had nine touchdowns. He's obviously the bigger receiver. He's more of a go-getter. Keenan Allen's more shifty route runner. But Keenan Allen's still Keenan Allen. And I think Mike Dubb is going to have a solid year this year. I think Keenan Allen will have it'll – be, it'll be more outweighed. Keenan Allen will have a heavier or better season than Mike Williams. But I think it will still be pretty even. And Herb also runs little. little and um, he has Eckler coming out of the backfield. Of course, Eckler's Eckler. He's going to get his catches too. And that adds a great amount of volume to Herbert's stats. So – well, it looks like we all have a consensus number one here, boys. And yeah. I think it's Josh Allen. I mean, it what is, can you not is. say about Josh Allen? He's he's the perfect quarterback. He runs. Yeah, he, he runs through people. He jumps over people. He throws the ball a mile. I mean, he's got Stephon Diggs. It's it's a perfect storm in Buffalo uh, right now. Back like, to I, back, back to back QB one finishes. Also, back to back. To, I mean, the guy is the guy is a perfect quarterback. He's a robot. I love him. I absolutely love Josh Allen. If I was a Bills fan, I'd be super excited. You know, I think this year they could go very far. I don't know about you guys because their defense is great. And, you know, the safety tandem they have back there. But just keeping this about Josh Allen, you know, he has Stephon Diggs. The guy, I mean, he's one of the best pure route runners in the league. I just can't say anything else more about Josh Allen. I absolutely love him. Yeah, I want to I make this a note, too. He had six rushing touchdowns. He had seven fantasy games or seven games in general with uh, 50 rushing yards or more. Um, the one thing I note here, and again, this is why I think any of my top three could be QB1. Uh, Allen was a little bit inconsistent through the season. He had a lot of boom games, and then he had a small game, and then he had a lot of boom ones. I think overall he's still your QB1. I don't think it's even a question, but uh, I do like Josh Allen a I lot. I do have to add one thing to look out for. Herb, Justin Herbert had 5,000 yards last year. Uh, Josh Allen only had 4,400, not only, but at 4,400 yards. Uh, Herbert had 600, almost 700 more yards than Josh Allen did, but um, I, I still think Josh Allen uh, comes out on top this year. Well, it's the rushing too for him. Yeah. yeah All right, so, guys. Well, that's. Uh, anyone got any uh, last last notes? We're gonna take. No. Um, honestly, we can next episode, boys and girls. We can uh, we can go ahead and break down some of these picks that we had the top 15. We're gonna go ahead and look at some of the. The preseason news that's going on, injuries, and 
We'll recap some of the Hall of Fame game stuff. If there's anything to recap there, probably not because those games suck. Um, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. I I have a great time doing these podcasts, so we're going to go ahead and keep them rolling here as long as you guys want to listen to them. Santi, you can go ahead and take us away. Yeah, of course. So uh, we do appreciate everybody who uh, join us and listen to Trash Talks. This is just the beginning. Uh, join us next week. It's probably going to get a little bit more dangerous on this podcast. We're going to rank the top 20 fantasy wide receivers. And like yeah, Brody said, we're going to bring some more news. We're going to bring some more news uh, with things going around the league. So, again, thank you, everybody. And uh, next week. see you guys next week. See you guys next week, baby. Peace.